Hey, y'all. Still not in the car. <laughs> As usual, so I got different activities right now. I'm about to make some guacamole. You will probably hear my dog, Bailey, jingling, walking around. So we got some different sounds for you <laughs> these days than the typical cars and stuff like that. But happy to be here recording today. Oh, he's making extra noise. Now y'all want to be recording now. Um, so I had a really good Bible study with God. Um, Y'all know I've been, you know, trying to stay focused and, you know, disciplined to, with all of my idle time, you know, not just scrolling on social media and stuff like that, giving God um, my time. And really something that I'm trying to uh, work up to, you know, might not be overnight. Um, also, because I like my Bible studies to be, you know, to flow organically. So sometimes I'll be trying to have a real good Bible study and, you know, I just kind of it kind of only lasted for, you know, a little while. So I've been really wanting, you know, really been craving like a good time, like where I know, you know, God's leading me. It's a nice long study. I get to do a lot of research and stuff like that. So that's why this one blessed me so much because like it's definitely been, you know, a desire of mine to like truly get into his presence. And so slightly on a tangent, you know, I've been, I've been um, tithing more now. Like I have, um, Michael Ty, you know, had been given a lot of uh, sermons on tithing and the importance of it and you know it being you know more than just like money you know part of it is like obedience so something that he also pointed he also made is you know as far as like giving God 10% of everything that you have also includes um time as well so it's always been on my head ever since hearing that sermon like okay well technically I should be giving a soul now although you're supposed to you know meditate on the word all day you're supposed to kind of be you know, always thinking about, um, thinking about God and, you know, thinking about, you know, how, um, you know, how you're impacting the kingdom. You, that's something that you should always be, you know, constantly meditating on as the word says, but also like if it's 10% of everything, if he gives me 24 hours in a day, then I should be able to give him two hours and 40 minutes, like solely dedicated to him. So like that's kind of been in my head too. Like how do I work my studies up to two hours and 40 minutes? Um, and I don't think that it necessarily has, like I said, it doesn't, that's just my interpretation of it. Like, I feel like, you know, just dedicated in his presence time, not really just counting how you're just kind of praying for things throughout the day or anything like that. Um, so that's been something that I've been wanting to do. So yesterday, um, and like when I'm journal, when I like Bible study and I get to like journals, I typically will journal like before and after the study and also kind of like throughout it. So I always mark the time that I start and the start time that I finish. Um, and that's just period. Like all of my journal entries, whether it was a Bible study or not, like I always put the date and time. So um, yesterday I had a nice long, you know, two hour one. It wasn't, you know, the 42 hour and 40, but I was really happy that it just flowed like that. Like I was really enjoying myself. And I really only stopped because my phone died because I use my phone during Bible studies too, because I'll um, be like researching and kind of seeing uh, what some other people say about certain things and just kind of you know, in general looking at like what the word says about this and what the word says about that So that's why I like the study. The study was really good because you know, I pray book pray before the Bible study Um, you know ask the Holy Spirit to lead me and what I need to learn Um, I typically start off by journaling yesterday I started off by you know acknowledging and really repenting for how I've been You know neglecting my mission how I haven't been giving it a hundred percent um, how I really wanted to, um, you know, get my fire back and really, you know, be led by the spirit and everything and recognizing that, um, you know, I have friends who are, 
um, who who haven't received his uh, his spirit. You know, friends that, you know, are aware of God and things like that, but they don't really know how to, you know, take that relationship and make it like a personal thing or whatever. And so it's like I have friends who I've like been friends with for years. And so with recently my friend telling me, like, you know, she wants a man that can get her closer to God. I'm sitting there thinking like, well, shoot, what am I, what am I not doing? You know what I'm saying? And so but that's something that like. I just have been, like I said on the last one, like it does no good for me to just be pouring into my already spirit filled friends. You know what I mean? Like, what about the friends, you know, the ones who don't know God? Like, that's the whole mission. So I have somebody, some people in my circle who don't know him for real. Like, okay, you're, you're slacking. Okay. And so that's how, um, you know, I've been feeling. And so I started it out, um, and he took me to 1 Corinthians 3, where it was basically talking about like what's built on a solid foundation, which is Christ, will be tried by fire and what will stand will basically, um, you know, test your work. So basically like you could build, you could be building with hay, you could be building um, with sticks, you know what I'm saying? Or you could be building with bricks. And so like, but you know, there will come a day where like, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, um, you know, stand out of that. And although, um, you might still be able to, you know, survive after the fire, it's just like, how do you want to be, how do you want to be standing after you're tested? So like, for example, this right now, like these are trying times, people are losing their jobs and all of that. And so it's like, okay, after the fire, like, do you, like, do you, are you just going to be broken down? Like, are you like, what are you going to look like after being tried by fire? You know what I mean? And so like, I have to look at my ministry and my mission as, um, you know, I'm building with bricks on top of this foundation. You know, this is a solid foundation that I'm building on. And so like, I want to, you know, be able to stand for something. I don't want to just be, you know, barely escaping the fire looking all burnt up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how you want to be presented to God, but I'm not trying to just look any type of way. Like I barely made it into heaven. I'm trying to have as many jewels on that crown and be recognized by my father. You know what I mean? And so then, um, so then I went into like, so some things that I've been curious about, like being weary of like things, different practices that the world does, that the, the Bible doesn't really, that the word doesn't really align with. And so I started thinking about manifestation and, um, so I really like to follow um, B. Simone on social media. And she's real, but she, you know, she calls herself, you know, um, the manifest queen and stuff like that. Right. And so I'm like, okay, well, what does the Bible say about manifestation? And that took me down a whole up child. I did a few studies in this one study, but I began, that's where my study began, just researching manifestation. So literally my Bible studies will, when I have a topic that I'm curious about, or, you know what I'm saying? That. Um, I feel like the Holy Spirit is telling me to look into, um, I'll just Google, I'll literally Google, what does the Bible say about da 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 what does the Bible say about da 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 it'll usually give me a list of scriptures, stuff like that, and I'll go into the research on my own and from my Bible, um, if you have the type of Bible, a study Bible that'll give you other references in the Bible that it says this or where it talks about this, like that's how you can kind of get deeper and deeper into the study, and so that's kind of just where I began, and so the thing about manifestation, um, that I think that the world is kind of mixing some things up with is that manifestation and is basically given anything that I'll just start with anything that takes power away from God and puts it into like your hands and your control that ain't right. 
So basically the, the problem with manifestation is that you're basically saying what she's basically doing. I don't think this is not this is not to like bash her. This is just, you know, recognize it wrong. And I'm sure if somebody explained it to her, you know, she would be open to that because she does always reverence God. That's not that's not the issue at all. But I think if you're not um, spiritually mature enough that you'll mix this communicate, you'll mix, mix that communication up and put it as, as what most people know manifestation as is, okay, if you put your mind to this, if you, if you continue to say this every day, you continue to look at this on your vision board every day, then that thing will come to pass. It's not really acknowledging that like, if God wants this for you, and if you're praying to God about this thing, and then it's also typically the, the manifested things are typically like success, money, um, this car, this vacation, things like that. Those are all material things. And so the, the Bible clearly talks about like, you know what I'm saying? You should, the things, the, the things you should be wanting really should be, you know, things that serve other people. And so those material things, that's a worldly, that's a worldly mind view. You shouldn't be grinding and working towards just getting material things. That's not what God wants. God wants you to serve people. God wants you to spread his word. Simple. Boom, bam, bam. You know what I'm saying? There might be different avenues that you take to do that. But ultimately, the whole manifestation thing is kind of giving people the idea that, yeah, if you want that big house, then put your mind in that big house, put a picture of that big house up and keep speaking that, speaking that, speaking that. And then, boom, that'll appear. And there's no God involved in that. You're kind of thanking God on the back end that he was able to make this material thing happen. And so that's what's wrong with manifestation. What you should be trying to manifest if you're trying to manifest anything is more growth than God, like where God wants you to go. So if you, um, let's say God told you, so let's say God told you that you were supposed to build a church. And so I don't see, if you have that confirmed that God told you that, like, I don't see anything wrong with like you, um, like posting that. Um, posting a picture of a church and then like thanking God for, you know, for building this church and, you know, already thanking him in advance and stuff like that. I don't see a problem there. Like if, if God has told you that that was something, because also like that church is, um, is serving others. So there's like, um, there's a purpose behind that. Like, I don't see God necessarily. I don't know. This is all of, you know, what I'm learning in my own Bible study. I don't see God necessarily like telling you in a dream how you're going to get a Ferrari. So now you got to post a picture of a Ferrari and be like, thank you God for this Ferrari that you told me I'm going to get. Like that Ferrari isn't serving anybody. So I don't see that being something that God would do. So like, that's just kind of the, the example. Like if you're, if you're somebody who's into the manifestation thing, the thing about one is, okay, think about like this thing that you're wanting to manifest. How is it serving other people? One. Um, is, you know, is this just a material thing? Are you just trying to manifest material things? Are you, are you trying to manifest, um, you know what I'm saying? A walk with God, like, you know, thanking, thanking God, like always constantly thanking God for, you know, how he's grown you spiritually and things like, I don't know, like maybe manifesting things like that. But typically if you're being honest with yourself, if you're somebody who's on the manifest, uh, manifestation wave, it's typically manifesting something material. Cause like what B Simone talks about is like, you know, everything she says, she gets, she says it, she gets it. But then she also throws on there. I'm God's favorite. God loves me. I get everything. I get everything that I want because I'm a child of God type thing. The problem that, that's very misleading with that is that like she's still putting a lot of power in the fact that she's manifesting because because she's writing it down and because 
she's speaking those things. It's all, I really just think that it's all kind of, and I'm open. This is definitely one of the episodes where I'm definitely open to like different feedback and kind of what y'all are thinking. Cause I'm just going off of what I researched in the word. And yes, the word does say to write it down and things like that, but it's just, I think it's more so geared towards what are the things that you're trying to manifest? You know what I mean? Like, and in what ways are those serving other people? Cause everything just goes back to, he wants, he wants to serve other people. And if you're, if you're trying, if you're promoting and telling people that you can manifest the life that, that you want and stuff like that, Telling them that these material things, that if you just put your mind to these material things, if you just, if you continually write it down and you just continually say it, then you'll get it. It's putting power in you doing this to get this. It's completely taking God out of the picture. You're trying to throw him in on the backside. And Psalm 68, 35 truly said that God gives power and strength to his people. So anything else that you're trying to get power or strength through, if it's not God, then that's worshiping other gods. You know what I mean? Like, and so like that then led me to like, okay, so people who, you know, believe in energies and crystals and stuff, you're saying that power is coming from this object. You're, you're believing that energies are transferred and energies move through this object. You're putting your belief in that and not in God. That is worshiping other gods. It specifically talks about occult practices and, um, what is it? Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy. Uh, yeah, Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 12 talks very specifically plain as day about occult practices, plain as day, not even arguable. It ain't no like this is how you interpreted it. This is how I interpreted it. It's plain as day what the occult practices are. Sorcery, interpreting omens, engaging in witchcraft, casting spells, being a medium or um, of spirits or consulting the dead. All of these things are detestable. Detestable. So the whole, so the, 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 um, the engaging in the, the, the witchcraft and all of that, like that'll kind of go to the people who kind of believe in the card reading stuff. Like all, all of it is funny business, witchcraft, burning sage, all of it is funny, but you got to look at what's the, like when, if somebody gives you an idea and they convince you to try some things that, you know, your mom and them who grew up in a church your grandma and them who grew up in a church, they didn't teach you none of that. It's just a little bit of funny business, but it might sound good to you. Just think about, okay, one, where did it derive from? Two, what does the word say about it? Um... And you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, how does, like, what would God, what would God feel about this? Like, because ultimately the burning sage thing, that's a Native American culture. Native Americans was not Christian. So it's already canceled from, from that check, <laughs> from that checkpoint. But no, being serious, like that's, that's a, a Native American culture that regardless of you using it so that you can purify your house and there can be good spirits in your house and, you know, getting out the negative energy, you're basically calling on bad spirits to get other bad spirits out. That's basically what you're doing. God gives, God gives the power for things to be. He didn't put the power in that. Say, like, there's nothing wrong if you want to burn sage for the incense smell or whatever. You just like burning sage. But doing it for the purpose and you having a mind that, oh, this is going to cleanse my house and this is going to cl- uh, clear the bad spirits out. No. Why couldn't you just pray? The thing, the thing with people being into, like, the burning of the sage and the crystals... And the manifestation and stuff is they want something more tangible to believe in. 
And ultimately what you're doing is you believe in God and you believe in a higher power and you believe in the universe and energy and all that. But you don't believe in the authority of God is basically what you're is basically what you're counseling out. You're saying that this crystal has the power to to manifest certain energy um, around you and the absence of it will bring other bad, bad energies. You're putting your belief and the authority into that crystal that burning that sage. You're putting that's 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 essentially witchcraft. You might not have had this in your mind when you were doing it, but that is witchcraft. Talking, talking to um, talking to spirits and talking from the dead that people who kind of who believe in calling on ancestors and stuff like that. It clearly says to not there like to not speak to a medium, to not try to consult with the dead. And there's also plenty of scriptures that I found, too. That even talks about like there ain't no there ain't no medium when you die, you either here or you there and ain't nobody just still surfacing around on the earth. It don't say nothing about reincarnation. It don't say nothing about none of that. So even that still is what he's referring to in that passage. Calling calling on spirits and stuff like that, that calling on ancestors and all that's calling on spirits. He speaks against that. There's no need to be reverencing. There's no need to be. um reverencing or or inquiring with 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 your ancestors the ancestors spirit of the ancestors are, are telling us to do this or the spirit of the ancestors acknowledging spirits is wrong just plain as day and so these things that like these practices that you want to get get into like you gotta you gotta do more than i know that you're, there's not ill will or ill intent behind like trying to do any of these things but ultimately it's just that you wanted a tangible thing and so because you can't see god and because you can't specifically hear from god i'm going to burn this sage and i believe that this sage because i can actually physically hold this sage this sage is going to clear these spirits out this crystal i can physically touch this crystal so i believe in this crystal but the whole part, the whole part of being, a, I mean, it's all, it's all grounded in faith. <laughs> so no, you can't touch Jesus. <laughs> you can't grab him. <laughs> Not yet. But you have to believe in, you can't be, you know, halfway in. It says somewhere, I got in my notes about, you can't sit at the table. Um, you can't sit at the table with God and sit at the table with demons too. Like we ain't often to just be chilling at this table. <laughs> this, is, this is not how this works. And that's what's going on with a lot of people who saying they, you know, believe in Jesus and, you know, are calling themselves believers. But you still you still partake in these practices that the Bible clearly talks against. And that's what's wrong um, and why you have to get into the word and why it's such a such a huge part of knowing your word because you don't even know you don't even know that these this is just things that you didn't picked up from your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your friends or just people online in general you just picked it up because there's a community of people that partake in it and you never did t- take the time to do the research the real research not the google research but the real research the word to see if you should even be partaking in these partaking in these things when i tell you if you go read deuteronomy 18 9 through 13 ain't no arguing <laughs> what you think it is it say don't do it period and it even and it even warned against family members trying to tempt you on these things. In Deuteronomy 13, it talks about how family and loved ones, will, loved ones will even try to tempt you to worship other gods. So, and I think in Romans 16, it also talking about watch out for those who try to cause division and all of that and try to, you know, smooth talk their way into deceiving you and all that. It even says to watch out for it. Like they'll make it look good because anything that, that, that is tangible is going to be more believable than, than the fact, you know, 
us saying, you know, to believe in God. Like they, people just want to have something tangible to believe in. But only God can give the power to these things. So if you want spirits out your house, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get with God on that. <laughs> that's what you, that's what you're gonna have to do. It ain't because you're burning this sage. It ain't because you got that crystal there. It ain't because you called on the ancestors. And so then, so so that ultimately going back to <clears throat> the manifestation, that's essentially worshiping other gods, and the other god is you in that sense. If you think that because because you wake up early every day and because you um, have that picture of that thing that you, that big house that you want to live in, that car that you want to drive, because you write about it and because you um, acknowledge it and, and look at it every day and speak it into existence and all of that, because you did all of that, you did all of that, then you brought all of that success for you. And then it's just like, well, thanks God for letting me get the material things that I wanted. No. Not at all. And the same thing with um, affirmations, certain affirmations, because I, I even went through a phase too without doing anything. This is before I was getting into the word. Like how I said, it was important to get into your word. I was on a wave of, you know, I would um, play these affirmations in the morning. You know, the you're beautiful, you're strong, you know, like that little. But it, it didn't last long because that, that crap wasn't doing enough for me. No way. But <laughs> affirmations. Now, there can be some good to affirmations if you're affirming the promises that God has made to you. So it's no it's nothing wrong with you with those being daily affirmations, because then you remember what to call on um, when things get rough. So when you're calling on um, when you're calling on different uh, promises, that's also to, you know, so that the devil can hear you so that the enemy can hear what it is. So things that's good to, you know, confess with your mouth is I could do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. That's a good affirmation. My God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love and of a sound mind. Like these are things that are good affirmations. Not necessarily I'm beautiful. I'm smart. I am going to be successful one day. I'm going to be a millionaire one day. All of those things. All those things are lifting you up and it's not reverencing God. And so that's where in all the things that you do, like think about how you're reverencing God. How is God getting glory here? How is God getting glory from you driving a Ferrari? No, that does not mean that there's anything wrong with you driving a Ferrari. Because God will, you know, God can give you the desires of your heart too. You can get some of those rewards, but your drive needs to be on what he wants you to be doing. And those other good things, you know, the money and all of that, that might be in the cars that, you know, I'm saying that's, that's played for you. But that shouldn't be our sole motivation and driver. And we can't we got to get away from, especially right now when he he's showing stuff right now, like what's going on in the world right now. This is the time to really reevaluate some of the stuff that you're doing and, and some of your motivations and, and reevaluate, like, how am I giving glory to God through this? How is God getting glory off of you telling yourself that you're going to be successful one day? How is God getting glory from you telling yourself that you're going to drive that Benz one day? Just because it's positive doesn't mean that it's of God. And you know what? I had a scripture somewhere that said that too. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh... The fruit of the lips and the I just know I had wrote that somewhere. Once I said, it, I was like, "Dang, I feel like I read that in the scripture somewhere." Something about shoot, I don't know, but yeah, that is somewhere in the word too. I just gotta go find that thing. But yeah, just because something is positive, like because ultimately, no, it's nothing wrong 
with saying those things. It's not like it's a negative thing that you're saying. The thing that's wrong is it's just not of God. <laughs> Simple. That's what's wrong. So it is technically wrong, but it's not negative necessarily. You see what I'm saying? And so and that just kind of goes back to, you know what I'm saying? You can't be at the table with both. You can't just be like, well, yeah, I love Jesus and I want to go to heaven one day. And, you know, like I want to be a good person and stuff like that. But I'm going to still do all this other stuff, even though I know better. No, like now if you know, like adjust accordingly. Adjust accordingly. And that's the whole thing. And like a part of my mission is that like people don't know. Like this is the, these are things that I've heard of. And no, I've never practiced them, um, you know, myself or anything like that. But through me just being curious, like I went to, you know, do the research. Like what does God say about this? So now somebody comes by me and they're curious, they're interested in getting into some of that. Like now I have, you know, more solid evidence as opposed to just my opinion of what it is. I wasn't doing it because it seemed like funny business because I did. I was raised. You know, I'm in, in the church where my mom and my grandma and them told me I could shoot. We couldn't even watch Scooby-Doo. OK, <laughs> my mama wasn't even playing Scooby-Doo because it had ghosts and spirits and stuff like that. And they just don't play that in, in my household. So I never, you know, what I'm saying entertain none of that just because of, you know, what I was you know, taught through my household. But I never did actually do any research and have any solid facts because for some people, you know, some people do just as much research on the other end. Okay, yeah, you did some research and you saw that it means that and like it has a good meaning. But I mean, the only research that's really of any good reference is the Bible. So I don't really care what Google says. You know what I mean? And so reading cards, trying to trying to talk to the being a medium, you know, I'm saying uh, people that tell your feet, stop messing with that stuff. Stop messing with that stuff. If God wanted you to know something in the future, he'll send a prophet to you. Simple. <laughs> but you got to watch out. You got to watch out. Like you know what I'm saying, Satan's a thief in the night. Okay. And you're going to have to give account. At the end of the day, you can hear, you can hear this warning and you can care less, but you're going to have to give account of the stuff that you do. You're going to have to give account of the stuff that you say. A lot of this stuff is derived from something, you know what I'm saying? Good. And a lot of people take stuff from the Bible and then kind of make it their own and do a little twist and turn with it. So all it is, is like, you know, go do the, go do the research yourself and don't go try to find, don't you go try to find one little thing that makes sense for you and make you feel good about you. Do the full research, go find something else. And if you find something that's contradicting it, then that's where, that's where you have a good study. That's where the study get good because I was trying to find stuff, you know, like, okay, so what's good about the Afro That's where I found like, you know, affirmations aren't bad. Even the manifestation is about what you're trying to manifest. It's about what you're affirming. Let it all lead back to God. And so when you're when you're into these and a lot of these things, you're a part you practice these because like that's in your household. Your mom did that. Your grandma did that. Like, but that don't mean that you can't break a generational curse. That don't mean that you can't go find out for yourself because you're you're no longer of the age where you can give that excuse that I didn't know. You're not you're not you're not in that age group. <laughs> you will be held accountable. So you can go along with what your mom and them said. You can go along with what, what your boyfriend doing and all that. You can allow all of that stuff in your house. But then don't be looking at God when, when spirits is running rampant in your house and everything and everything going bad. Just thought that some of that stuff might line up. You, you literally opened the door to these spirits and you're allowing these things. But, you know, I know a God who, you know, what I'm saying you can come back to where the grass is greener. Okay, repent of those things, which means to turn away from acknowledge that, you know, that was wrong. Acknowledge that was your bad. And, you know, what I'm saying we can we can get back on track. 
But the first step is acknowledging. And I do encourage doing the research. And that's and that's how, you know, what I'm saying you can get into getting into your word. Like, let it just start with like things that you're curious about and figure out what the Bible says about it. And then you'll really be enlightened. So I thank God for this revelation because this is stuff that I didn't know. I didn't know where the sage burning and all that stuff came from. I didn't know what to think. I even ordered her. Um, I even ordered her book. And I think that there's now that I have that understanding, and I think that's probably the importance of God, like the Holy Spirit giving me this teaching right now was because um, and now is because, you know, I have that book on the way. <laughs> and so he's like, now, hold on now. Before you start fooling around with this manifestation stuff, you need to make sure that you got this right. <laughs> And understand that this ain't just about no no material things that you're trying to manifest. And so, yeah, that was my study last night. So that thing was good, y'all. And so, you know, I encourage y'all to get y'all study on things that you're curious about. Like I said, I do want it to be so open dialogue. I'm curious to know, like, what are y'all thoughts on it? What got you into it? If that is something that you partake in and like. Have you done the study in the Bible? Because I can I can tell you all the scriptures that I looked up. I say it was a deep study, but that Deuteronomy 18, I'd like to know how somebody try to argue that. I mean, it's plain as day. He said it's detestable. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'll see y'all next time. But thanks for listening. <laughs>